guys, welcome to episode 9 of What the Fuck is Going On? And this is a special, special, special episode because why, guys? We have a documentary! Yes! So this is not your regular, your regular, your schmegular episode. This is a spicy episode. It has a little bit of, you know, um, you know, Maggie, salt, <laughs> pepper, sweet episode because we have a documentary and oh, we're dear. super, super excited to share with you guys. It is called The Big Black Blood Issue, Putting a Face to Sickle Cell. And you guys can go watch it on our YouTube page at What The Fuck Is Going Productions. Yes, you heard that right, Productions. Look at us going higher in life. We're even adding Productions <laughs> to our name now. Come on! Oh what The Fuck Is Going Productions? <laughs> yes, guys! We were so, so excited. And, you know, this is an issue that we really care about and it's super important to us and we just want to share it with you guys and we, we know you're gonna love it. Usually I'll say I hope you will love it but I know you're gonna love it because it is lit, it is popping, it is sweet. And I'll tell you, it will change your life. Just saying. Like, Jesus changed your life. This documentary changed <laughs> no. your life too. <laughs> not Jesus now. Not Why are you like this? Oh no. And yeah, so this episode, we're just gonna tell you, you know, the backstory and also, like, you know, behind the scenes um, of when we're filming. And also, we're just gonna put, like, two little clips at the end of our contributors, you know, our case studies. So you can just, you know, hear a little bit about what the documentary is about and, you know, and hopefully go watch it after Unless so this is go. gonna be a short and sweet one like me and yeah <laughs> let's start are you short <laughs> i think not short sure. i think not sure no no okay that's anyway the documentary sweet i'm sweet that's all i'm saying okay, yeah. no i told you you're sweet lucky people oh how they know <laughs> you just got you see when you see me you think sweetness oh i love it i love it but yeah no honestly the the behind the scenes of making um, the documentary was so so nice, you know, fairy tale almost. <laughs> you know, exactly. No stress at all, was it? <laughs> no, for me, I think it was great because we haven't done. I mean, for those of you who don't know, we all met during our masters and we studied um, journalism, and a lot of the skills we haven't been using ever since we graduated. Mm. Because I mean, we're journalism, we're journalists, but we're not using the skills that we learned so reporting producing so it was a great game back and holding a camera and writing a script i'm used to like writing other people's scripts so having to write a script for myself that was very interesting and Ooh. yeah instead of telling reporters where to go i I told Sam where to go. Yeah, you get what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. fun. And usually yeah. I can't tell the reporters, hey, you bastard, come here. And I could do that to Sam because she is my friend. <laughs> so yeah, it was fun. And how was your experience giving blood? Well, it was my first time. It was really good. Was, I mean, the process itself was pretty straightforward. Mm. But I did have a little mini like hiccup where I possibly perhaps nearly died. Because um, mm. so basically, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I did read that I'm not meant to drink alcohol after donating blood. But I don't know, we were just so excited about the whole day because everything went so well. We went to Rum Kitchen, had some food, and then it was happy hour. You know when it's happy hour, you have to drink. Mm -hmm. I, I you have to. You, you have, have to. to. They said there's the rules are regulation. You know when it's happy hour, you, you have, have to drink. drink. Like it's in the it's insulting binding contract. I think it's insulting for the company not to do so. So, you know, we bought one cocktail, the cocktail is doing great. Um, Bought the second cocktail, lovely, it was sweet, it was nice, I can still taste it now. And then, um, come the third cocktail, 
I don't really know what happened. I think I took one sip and all of a sudden the whole room just started shifting and I just felt very hot. And I remember I, I tried to get up to the toilet, but I couldn't even get up. And then I remember Abby was next to me and I was like, guys, I'm not okay. I don't remember anything else after that, but I just remember downing like a jug of water and I was fine, you know, later. Can you tell the people what happened? What really happened, right? Yeah, yeah. Sam's eyes was rolling to the back of her head. She was shaking profusely. It looked like she was about to collapse. Every All the staff members in Rum Kitchen came together like, like we were having a show, like a performance. I said, wow, this is it. This is it for us. We were going to, this is how the story ends. This is how it ends. This is how I go to jail. I don't know what I did wrong, but in my head I was like, the first thing I thought is jail time. And I was like, I am too cute for jail because, how, like, would it not put us in jail? Because yeah, we let her drink. that? literally shaking and if you know sam she's so covered so for her to be shaking like that my whole i was like oh my god girl like she was literally like just having like i was like is this like you know what is that what is that thing where you're like epileptic fit i thought that was it but i was like no this bitch ain't even epileptic she can't spell epileptic is that how you say it you can't pronounce it No one drink after you're giving blood, no one drink, please. Yeah. please don't don't drink. That shit. yeah, exactly. You're gonna die. Yeah, line. I was the guinea pig. I feel like someone has to do it so you know not to do but it. But why does it have to be you? I was I the guinea pig, so I'm just letting you guys know when you donate blood, just go home and eat and sleep. That's exactly. D- don't go and drink um, happy hour cocktails. <laughs> exactly. Cocktails with structure of vodka and rum. Yeah, one of them it was even Ray and Nephew. They called it something Ting or something. <laughs> Tingray. 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 Of course you remember the name. Look at you, Tingray. Tingray. So proud. I'm not your nearly. She will say I can't taste if I box this girl. Anyway, that was our little scary ass, ex, uh, you know, scary ass experience. But um, apart from that, I loved it because I went in and I didn't know much about sickle cell. Even though we're doing a documentary, I just, I felt like what I knew was very superficial. Mm. But when we're speaking to our case study, I was like, oh my God. God. Yeah, like the fact that there's more than one type of sickle cell, yeah. that, you know, some sickle cell people can have blood from anyone and something like that was just unique. And some sickle cell people only can have blood from, from black, black people. people. I thought that was like, yeah, an it was amazing like, thing to... And then for me, I think I used to be quite judgmental when um, I would hear that someone of sickle cell is dating. Mm-hmm. But um, talking to Danielle and Kenny, I mean, you know when you put a face to it, like the fact that People with sickle cell are real people. They yeah. want to have a family. They want to fall in love. And mm. they, they want the things that we want too. And mm, yeah. why should they be confined because they have sickle cell? So when Kenny explained his story about having sickle cell but still wanting to have children and knowing that his kids could end up having it, for me that was very mind-blowing. And I really appreciated hearing that side of things. Yeah. And honestly, the other part for me that was really great, it was just hearing, like, you know the hospital like i thought you have i didn't know you stayed in the hospital for days i didn't know they have to like take out your blood put new blood i didn't know it was that intense and them explaining the process i was like oh my god and even the fact like if one person donates you can like 
help three people. Yeah, honestly. It's, Mad. It's really, really, really good. Like, it's just, we learned so much, and yeah. you guys will watch it, and you'll be like, oh my god, it's inspiring. Honestly, it will make you want to give blood, and you should give blood, because black people are here, we need to be helping our own people, honestly. Yeah. And, um... Before we add the clips of our contributors, I feel like we should address the elephant in the room, and now I won't be saying anything other than that. <laughs> you know what she's saying? She's not gonna say anything under the that, because... Yeah. <laughs> because okay. yeah. I'm gonna take in charge now. Do it. So I'm not allowed to talk because I'm being silenced by my friends and oppressed. No, um, not silent and oppressed because she's being rude. <laughs> yes. So I mean, I'm sure a lot of you have seen our logo has changed about twice in the last couple of months due to um, having two members from the podcast um, leave. Um, one was due to just a dynamics problem and the other one was just due to um, um, the collapse of our friendship. Which brings me to my second topic of when you're starting projects and businesses with friends, I think you also need to realise that it could really have a big change on your friendship. I mean, it could be the best thing that could happen and bring you guys closer, but in some cases it could ruin your friendships and that's exactly what's happened during this process hence why you've seen that one member has recently left and another left a few weeks ago a day so, before the documentary um yes so as i was saying um yeah so we just wanted to say we're down to three i mean it started off as a project of five girls who thought were friends and had the same passion and we thought we'd enjoy this together but now it's just down to three of us and do you think that you guys were prepared for, like, you know how she's saying, that, oh, you know, when you're starting a business or a project with your friends, like, just be mindful of whatever. But if someone told me that what one of the members did would happen, I would be like, nah, lies. Yeah, because... So how, do, how, how can you prepare for that? Okay, can we also make it known and put us on record that uh, one of the people that left were still pretty close. We love that girl we're not gonna name names we love you you're the best your first name you're the first letter of your name is a you know yourself and the other girl is the one that left on screw screw terms so um with that question i just think it's about being honest and open and that didn't happen with the other girl and i think that's what really broke down our relationship and also i'm happy even though you're saying you know don't go into you know business with your friends i'm happy that i went to business with you guys i'm happy that we did this project yeah, together too. because yeah. it has really shown me who's there and who's not there and that's great to know it's great that i know now mm. right in the future god forbid i need you know something and you know they treat me somehow mm. so it's great and i know who are the real ones now and i know who are not yeah um, that's it. But um, we wish everyone the best of luck. Um, yeah, look at us. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, it's been a great journey. And I feel like the greatest groups start off big and they end up getting small. And the last ones standing are the ones that go the longest way. Look at Destiny's Child. They started off as a group of six, went mm. down to three. Mm. Survivors. Mm. What's, what's the girl from that American pop group? Which one? Her yeah. name sounds like Naomi, but it's not Naomi. Not Fifth Harmony. Yeah, the yeah. government Fifth Harmony. You know, yeah. she now she no, left Fifth Harmony and now she's having no. the best solo career. Mm. So sometimes it's just removing yourself because it's not best for you or you're not going in the right direction. And I'm glad that's happened because I feel like this dynamic that we have as a trio was the way and that God destined it to be. Yeah. I feel like it was meant to be the three of us and 
it's unfortunate that we lost friends on the way, but such is life. Friend on the way. Just yeah. one. Yeah, just one friend. Uh, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, guys, another thing we want to do is thank you guys for listening. Like, we are super, super grateful and we Always. love, we love that you listen. We love when you guys, you know, talk to us on social media, you know, engage with us. We love it. Just keep doing it. And it honestly makes us happy. And we just want to assure you guys that the three of us here, we are going to be 100 with you. Is that how you say it? 100. 100. Sorry, my <laughs> Irish... My Irish roots is coming. It's really coming. <laughs> it's <out> coming. <laughs> We're gonna be one hundred with you and say it like it is and keep it real because we've decided to share this journey with you and we're gonna share everything honestly yeah, with and you and try and help people along the way exactly. the ultimate goal is to just help people honestly but also we just want to thank all our contributors all the people we interviewed you guys were amazing danielle and kenny and michelle and we also want to thank ebony frantese for your amazing song in our documentary you're amazing you guys should really listen to her ep it's out now Shout out to my sister as well for hooking us up with that. Penny, we love ya. Okay, and here is our clip. Okay, so we're gonna go down memory lane. I want you to take me back to the day that you found out you had sickle cell. How did that day go and how did you process everything? All right, what happened was that um, it was, uh, yeah, my second year university. Living in my own, we were living in our own private housing. So I was sharing with actually three three other people. So what happened was that um, I woke up with intense stomach pain, as in intense. I thought as if someone was pouring acid in my stomach and stabbing me, so I didn't know what it was, and I couldn't move. So I, was, I crawled to my fat mate's room, knocked on his door, and I'm like, I don't feel so well. I need like, and he thought I was, I don't know, he just thought I was playing around, but I was actually screaming in pain. So what he did, that he picked me up. And well, I was actually fortunate because we had a medical center which is about 10 minutes down the road. So he picked me up, carried me all the way to the medical center. And then at the medical center, they didn't even tell me I had sickle cell first. They told me I had cancer. So they did blood tests, they told me I had cancer. Yeah, they told me I had cancer. And then they sent me off home. After my blood test, I was like, yeah, off home, we'll, we'll, we'll do more blood tests, come back within a week or two. So have you ever needed a blood transfusion? I can't even count how many I've had in my life. So um, obviously you're born with sickle cell, so I've had blood transfusions since I was like five years old. Um, and then after that, I've had like consistently, probably almost every single year I've had blood transfusions. Um, last year I started um, what you call EBTs. So they exchange blood transfusions, so they take out about eight pints of your blood and then they put in about eight pints of donor blood. So every four to six weeks I literally get like eight bags of blood from donors so for me it's so important like blood donation. that is it guys thank you so much please do head over to our youtube channel what the fuck is going on productions w t f i g o productions yeah thank you so much have a listen have a watch you know enjoy yourself bye, bye. bye.